0: And we're live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and everybody else who's tuning in. I don't know what you would be beside one of those things, but hey, you too. Uh, welcome to Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I'm Sean Hood. That's Dave Taylor.
1: How's it going, everybody? Happy, uh, not risk of day anymore. It's a different day.
0: It is a very different day. Uh, we will, uh, there's not much to talk about there, but we'll go ahead and address it now since Dave made mid the face and kind of, uh, We realize if if you're watching with us live, it's a somber mood just because uh, today, 9-11, 19 years ago today, uh, was a horrific day for the American people. Obviously, um, when the World Trade Centers were attacked here in America, Um, awful, awful time for for the entire country. Uh, But uh, I will say that uh, one of the things coming out of that that was so important to me was seeing how people came together. Uh, coming out of that it was an awful day but it was it was yeah. then followed by people unifying as Americans which I really really uh, I, I I wish that sentiment was still around all the time uh, you know but I mean it was beautiful to see we needed it then
1: uh, in the in this country we we did because it, it kind of came that um, you know you mentioned before everything got politicized mm-hmm. uh, it was a time we're just People were nice, you know, I mean, some of the nice is still there in some ways, but uh, then you read comments on social media, and you're like, well, okay, maybe not.
0: It was just for a little bit. It felt like we were all Americans, regardless of whatever else we were. And we were in it together. And um, that was one of that was one of the memories I had, because everybody talks about where they were that day, the feelings they had. And I mean, we all share a similar story in that vein of of the emotion and, and the tragedy. Um, but one of the memories i 'll always carry through about that is watching people come together afterwards, which I think was yeah. one of the most beautiful things i've seen as a, a citizen of this country so uh nine eleven uh, to all the people that lost their lives to the people who um lost their lives trying to help to the people who lost their lives subsequently after that um fighting the 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 uh, uh against the issue that that uh led to that whole thing with the terrorist uh, activity and whatnot uh, to everybody. Uh, there who sacrificed and, and lost and, and given part uh, to all of that. Uh, we thank all of you and uh, you're in our hearts. And uh, just from us to you, you know, we can never repay you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a day that you never forget. And then everything that happened and transpired afterwards. And because you're just like, oh, well, what's, what's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with that? And everything that has changed that led us to this day. You know, it's amazing. You think of younger generations who didn't experience that day. Yeah. Have no idea of like what was life, you know. You think back to September 10th, what life was like that day, and um, and how much it's changed afterwards. And Absolutely. uh, Jeffrey uh brings up, uh, did you guys watch the episode of Raw or uh, WWE right after 9 11? Because they were Smackdown, the first, Smackdown's yep. first live event, they went live, they and did, they were uh, criticized at, at the time. Um, I
0: think, that it, I, I think that it was needed. Um, I think. While I understand some people thinking that that, you know, maybe it was too soon. Maybe it was this, I think that it was needed in the sense that there was this pervasive feeling in the world of what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because nobody knew if something was going to happen after this, if there was going to be more, if it was going to continue. And so people were really afraid to go places, to do things, to be a part of things. And so that first show, when you got to see people get together and unify and all go out there and share kind of, there was that shared sentiment in the building that shared emotion in the building. You'd see it in people's faces. And Vince McMahon gives that speech with all the locker room there and everything. Uh, It was a powerful night. So for me, that was, I, I, I like to point to that as one of the good things in wrestling that I'm proud of.
1: Yeah. Other than Stephanie McMahon's comments that night, everything was, uh, was was great. Uh, I'm sorry to bring that up, but, uh, but it was one of those. That's like, well, cause at some point, you know, I mean, obviously, it's going to take a long time to get back to normalcy. You know, kind mm-hmm. of like we're facing out. At some point, we're going to be able to do things again. Yeah. Uh, but this was like, you know, baseball was canceled for 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 six days. You uh, know, there was no football happening that weekend. You know, and it's like, well, what are we going to do? And you know, they let the show happen. Obviously, you know, I think they probably canceled house shows and did the, mm-hmm. you know, did, did the TV shows. But because um, nothing was going to stop with that. But but it was a night where yeah, you know, there was no storylines. It's just we're just going to have some matches. We're just going to. We're just going to be... We're going enter, uh, to entertain you for two yeah. hours and, yeah. and make and you Scott's, forget. Yeah, you to have a little normalcy, too. And Agreed. You, you know, you, you, you kind of need some of that sometimes. And, yeah. you know, you, you worry about emotion and everything else. And, you know, it, it's hard to figure out what the right answer is until you try something.
0: Yeah. No. Um, but, you know, what's funny is we got into all that before we did anything else. Uh, uh, you know, we'll... we'll <laughs> segue yeah. out of it now uh but we wanted to say something right at the top because this is such an important day uh, in american history um but we are eat Sleep podcast repeat believe it or not a wrestling podcast uh the first and only wrestling podcast on fm99 and 106.9 the fox uh for for either of them on fm99.com 106.9 the fox.com you can find us right there under the media tab espr and it links to our most recent episodes uh tell a friend uh tell a buddy tell a tell a wrestling fan and Let them know about our show. You can also find us in all your major podcasting apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling. And uh, go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And interact with us, especially when we do live shows like this. uh, You can go ahead and get on Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And make sure you turn your notifications on after you follow us on there. So that way you will be notified when we go live. That is important to have that on as well. You can also email us ESPR at FM99.com because we are never actually out of your lives we're always there you can't get rid of us
1: yeah and, so. and speaking of emails um we have a lot of them uh, we appreciate them that we're we'll we'll okay, great the of the show so uh awesome. yeah, load, up, load up the inbox because you know sometimes you know if you don't watch it live or you know and you're listening on soundcloud or somewhere else you're like oh man i want to know this and um we've done that from you know reviews to thoughts and uh some of the events this week and there's some good emails so i appreciate that thank you so much
0: right um, so without further ado, I guess we get into things right now. Uh, do we kick things off with the uh, latest wrestling news? Uh, it seems like the the appropriate thing to do. Um, lots of different stories going on right now. Uh, one of the first ones I'll address uh, just right off the bat is, unfortunately, we have another. I don't know what it is lately with uh, guys in tag teams getting injured. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that boy, could. they can't seem to avoid this. Uh, Ivar now seems to have injured his arm. Uh, when he did a dive during the eight-man tag on Raw on Monday. Um, that was obviously unfortunate, but, I mean, he, he went down, rolled over, and immediately started doing the Xs yeah. uh, for yeah. people, for them to come out. Um,
1: know, that is a move, I, I think, and that move always concerns me more more in um, AEW because I always feel like the outside of the ring is too so narrow, close. Yeah. Too, too small. That like This is the kind of injury that I always think was going to happen, and it happened on, on Raw. It's not it's, something... He, it's
0: funny because the arm isn't the injury that I'm looking for most of the time. Most of the time, I'm looking for these guys to not clear the ropes and land on their head or land, you know, on their neck or something like that. Yeah, but are, are
1: the not, knee a bad landing? And, and, he,
0: and really, I mean, the landing didn't look bad. He came right at them. His arms went into the guys like it always does, and you know, it kind of looked fine. But then he rolled over, and clearly there was something wrong. I think. If you made me guess, I would have thought shoulder injury right away, just from the yeah. way he impacted. And then when he turned over, he didn't seem to want to move his arm away from his body. So I was thinking maybe shoulder injury. But either way, hope Ivar uh, recovers quickly, and uh, he's all right.
1: Yeah, some of the reports were it like it was just like a stinger. But, um, you know, I, I yeah. can't imagine. They got, they got to be smart not having Russell on wrong with it. I mean, have him show up, but he doesn't have to get involved or
0: anything. Yeah, they, they did say it was a cervical injury is what they said. Uh, he was transported to a local hospital, Is expected to make a full recovery. Uh, I don't know the extent of it after that, uh, but here's hoping it's, it's nothing, uh, it's nothing too serious beyond that, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you, did you, did you have any new stories over there or am I just pulling them yeah, up? Yeah. Uh, um,
1: Stevie, uh, Lee, uh, he, he was a jackass star and he went by puppet and, uh, yeah. and he, in a wrestling, uh, he passed away at the age of uh, 54.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That was, uh, that was unfortunate. Um,
1: yeah, and, and he, that did, I thought uh, TNA Wrestling, uh, in fact, had a, a very nice uh, tribute, well, I thought, for him online, too. So that was-
0: he wasn't the only one who passed away. Uh, at the age of 65, Barry Scott passed away. And if you're familiar with the early days of TNA, Barry Scott is considered to be the voice of TNA Wrestling. He was the guy who did all of their really epic um, uh, promo videos. Ah. Uh, so, uh, But uh, Barry Scott was his name. And he was the uh, again the voice of TNA. He also did some work, I think, for the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, he passed away at 65 years old.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, great voice work. Which, by the way, a lot of those guys don't get enough credit. Oh my gosh! In, you know, in these promos, you know, because they're they're kind of nameless and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, guys like that can just you know make you have no idea how much that improves a promo over over guys that uh, just can't do that. I mean, it's night eight right. from the. promo. Oh, yeah. So I got like. That.
0: The, uh, but, yeah, so he uh, he did some great uh, promo hype videos for them with uh, and whatnot. So, uh, again, he it's a real bummer and a loss to the community as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's a story yeah. that broke uh, like during our last episode about uh, Vince McMahon telling uh, people to uh, to stop using the apps. Like, uh, yes. Their mind. official statement is,
0: much like Disney and Warner Brothers, WWE creates, promotes, and invests in its intellectual property, i.e. the stage names of performers like The Fiend Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Big E, and Braun Strowman. It is the control and exploitation of these characters that allows WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest levels in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative for the success of our company to protect our greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company-wide basis rather than an individual level, which as a result will provide more value for all involved involved. No, what that means is what that means is they want to have company wide policies with like Twitch and all these other people. so they'll get a flat fee. And then that's what they'll pay the performers rather than the performers getting what they get from their channels. So I'm going to go back to my old thing here. Um, Until wrestlers are treated like employees and not independent contractors that we screw out of everything we can possible. um, They can kiss my ass. Uh, they, They, they I understand the intellectual property thing, but as long as you're taking advantage of human cattle at this point and refusing to give them health benefits and other things, I, you're not going to get any sympathy from me on this. It's not like these guys were hurting you in any way, shape, or form.
1: Well, I, I think it might be. Um, I mean, was it for AJ? Because AJ came out I, on Twitch. Dude, and, who knows? I and, mean, and, b- uh, people. COVID and, and then these like, it's like, what? A guy using. You know that my name or you know association, but here's
0: my thing: AJ Styles isn't owned by WWE, so that would make no sense. They can't tell AJ to stop because AJ has owned AJ Styles since long before he got to WWE. Yeah, yeah, so I mean,
1: they, he's been that guy for a while. But but that, i was wondering if, if that led to it or or, or what was I don't
0: the I don't why? think so. I think people because a decision like that is is a long term legal decision. I that's not something that they just decided all of a sudden to put together after AJ made a statement. I'm sure this was a long time coming but I hate it because a lot of their guys have gone out and made names for themselves doing other things. I mean, hell go back to Zach Ryder doing it on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's really how he did it. Um, you know, making him say, he got himself over on the internet. Uh, and then you have other guys like, I mean, up, up, down, down. Yeah. That was a YouTube show long before it was a, a anything on the WWE network or, or on the WWE's YouTube channel necessarily. That was just something they did. Yeah. And then you had other stars who did their YouTube or who did their Twitch stuff, and I'm like, look, especially in this world, people are trying to supplement some income here, man. Like if they found a way to do that, get off their back.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, some of them are able to carry their channels. I mean, okay, so maybe they'll get new followers as much, but I mean, it's not like people are going to go, well, who's you know whatever Sasha Banks changed hers to? They're going to go, well, who's this person? I mean, I think they're going to kind of know. I mean, you say that, but would WWE want people to have to search
0: their stars without using the name? No, they want them to have the name because it makes them easy to find. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. So it, it. it but again, I understand it from a legal perspective. I get that. Yes. yes that's why Cody, could, Patrine yes. Pierce uh, just asked us, is that why Cody is just Cody? Yes. That is a hundred percent why, because unfortunately they own the uh, Dusty Rhodes thing, the Rhodes name. So Kobe they Rose. can't
1: use yeah. it. Yeah. That's why Dustin says, Justin, which by the way, and that goes for a lot of wrestlers, um, which if you're always wondering why when and this goes back to the eighties when somebody that was in uh, you know N- NWA or or maybe from a world class and, and then they show up and they have a completely different name because WWE wants to market that name. You know, yeah. some of it's gonna be like, Well, why do they change the Road Warriors to Legion of Doom? I mean you're yeah. called Legion of Doom. They took ownership of that well, name so they can brand it and sell that merch. Uh, it's
0: like it's like Finn Balor. Before he was Finn Balor, he was Prince David. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it was before he was Prince uh, Finn Bally, He was Prince Devitt. I mean, they they uh, hit, uh, they had uh, before he was Hideo Itami, he was Kenta. You know what I mean? They they do they do this with certain people. They rebrand them to own the name some people they do some people they don't i don't really understand why we choose some and not others I, I
1: uh, and I, I wonder with that because i think like in the late 80s when the you know, the Brainbusters came in and totally in, in Arn were still totally Blanchard and arn anderson they were allowed mm-hmm. to keep the names dusty roads was still dusty roads which i can't imagine you know changing that name but but other guys w- would come in and would just have a, you know a new, a new gimmick of some kind or, or just be yeah. given a name did not mention you, an R. Shister, you know, Ernard Scheister, you know, What's funny,
0: uh, is I think you just blew a lot of people's, uh, like maybe you blew a lot of people away, Dave, because I don't think there are a lot of people who don't. I, I think there are a lot of fans who are under the impression that Arn Anderson's name is Arn Anderson. Well. <laughs> like they, so I think you may have just blown a lot of people's minds. If people didn't know, his name is actually Martin, yeah, uh, it's uh, Martin Anthony Lund, Lundy, something
1: like that um, um what is. He it's is something uh, like that, Martin. Yeah, Martin Anthony Lundy, very good, by the way. And uh, happy early birthday to uh, Arn Anderson, by the way. On, uh, oh, is it his birthday soon? Uh, coming up in nine days. So, oh, well, happy early birthday, Arn. Oh, yeah. uh, but, but 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 I'm saying, but they owned the rights from whatever they had in NWA or WCW when they came over, right? I mean, it was always, you know, the case. I mean, Sid Vicious became Sid Justice, yeah,
0: which was odd.
1: you know, oh, it was um, dumb as hell, was, yeah. <laughs> And I
0: mean, again, from a legal perspective, I understand what they've done with these third-party apps things. I do I do get it from a legal perspective. But it's still a D. Yeah. That doesn't stop it from being a D move. It doesn't
1: it, at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Luke
0: Gallows. Yeah, Scott uh, Livingston yeah. says
1: Luke Gallows is a good example.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Right. You're not wrong about that. I mean, the whole Bullet Club at this point, where they've, they've tried to rename everything. They became The Club. They were the OG, you know, club. They were, <laughs> you know, they, they gave them every name except... The Bullet Club because they couldn't because that was New Japan's thing.
1: Yeah, which by the way, I was surprised when the NWO came into uh, you know the WWE. Well, I guess at that point they owned it. They, they owned it. Oh,
0: they uh, owned a WWE. They owned, they owned NWO at that point. At that
1: point, they owned it. That's right. So, you know, it wasn't like it was going to be something else. Injecting,
0: yeah, yeah. That was great. Although it may, you know, hey, I mean, Kevin Nash came back. They could have forced him to go by Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. They didn't. Thank God, but they could have. Yeah, yeah. They um, <clears throat> in any event, so. That, that is what it is. Uh, I've already seen some people change their names. Uh, page has a Twitch page that used to be the official page or the real page or something like that. Uh, now it's like Saraya something or other, blah, 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 which I got to tell you, that's a much harder name to search for and remember than Page. Yeah. Um, in any event. So it is what it is. Uh, there will be some kind of middle ground that will get worked out somewhere, hopefully. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm never going to be a huge fan of the giant company uh, taking a dump on people making money. So, <laughs> in any event, um, yeah. So they had that 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 issue. Uh, was there anything else, or did we pretty much get through most of
1: it? Uh, well, I think we ruined uh, Patrines' childhood, by the way. With um, you know, did we? You said that uh, are they? Wait, wait a minute, are they even relate uh, relatives? Are you talking like um about like Arne Anderson and Oli Anderson? Um, or not.
0: Tully? Uh, wait, is Tully?
1: <laughs> Tully's I've... not. No, no, Tully's not related at all. But no, no. No, but you had guys, but you know, all you, but you have like, you know, the rocks family with, uh, you know, with Roman and, and uh, Tamina and, and Naya and the Usos and Rikishi. And, you know, those, they're all really cousins in one way or another, you know, Yokozuma. Right. That's
0: legitimate. Yes. Yeah, that, that um, is legit. And by the way, just in case you're wondering, Tully Blanchard's name is Tully Blanchard. Yeah. So, I mean, there is that at least. Yeah. And Dusty
1: Dustin um, uh Virgin Runnels, which I uh, got Virgil. Virgil. WWF.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Which they maintain they didn't do on purpose. But hey, whatever. WWE, um, WCW. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, Vince, yeah, Vincent. yep, Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it it is what it is with the names and stuff like that. Uh, they're never going to change on that 100%, I don't think. We'll see. They've been more lax about it in recent years with uh, certain guys' names. But see, that's where it starts to make me laugh. Because I'm like, they've been more lax about it. And then they crack down on everybody. So, I don't know. Yeah. In any event. Is what it is. I mean, we all know the company themselves have had to tighten their belts over the last several months too. I mean, there's been no house show money. There's been no, you know, you're not you're not seeing a lot of uh, the ratings aren't great. Um, no. you're not you're not getting any gates from pay per views or live shows or anything like that. So no, there is that
1: network and TV money. Although TV money was huge, I mean, they didn't make a lot of money. Well, oh, the
0: TV but... money was huge. The TV money was huge. Which actually, I mean, I guess that could probably take us into our next uh, discussion, which was about uh, wrestling from this past week. Yeah. Uh, because we're we going, we
1: going first. Are we going to the ratings? Are we going the uh, the introduction of a character we saw Is as- well let's hold on, let's just let's
0: let's knock out NXT Super Tuesday first. Okay. Um just because that uh we can get that out of the way without too much, you know, drama and and and, and issues. Um, yeah,
1: that that was mostly it was a good night of wrestling. It the was a good stuff, night of wrestling. The other stuff's a- gonna come up in a good email that we got with show.
0: Yeah, it, it was a really good night of wrestling. Again, congrats to Finn. Finn uh, got uh, the the won the championship from Adam Cole, so he's a two time NXT champion. Congratulations to him. An
1: um, entertaining th- match and a very good story in the match.
0: I thought it was a very good match. Uh, and, and you know, they book it in the show with really good matches. You had that one, and then it finished with the Rio Ripley and Mercedes Martinez cage match uh from uh w- at the end which uh was also a good match um yeah it was it already, it already it already seemed like a send-off for mercedes from nxt and i'm like wait she
1: just got there yeah but a vicious move through the table by the way from from yeah, I, mean, the, I think it was the riptide or i, think, it was, I yeah. think that's what she calls it yeah but uh but yeah uh, well, well delivered great match with the superplex a lot of moves off yep. the rope wasn't overdone and nobody, you know, trying to escape the cage. And,
0: uh, I like know. that Robert uh, tried to get in. And yeah. He, yeah, he just got left dangling up there after he got his... his. Yeah. Uh, his by the way, in. your mom says hi. So. Oh, hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> so in any event, uh, so NXT was a very good wrestling show. If you haven't watched it yet, I advise uh, watching it. Um, yes. uh, I guess, do you want to do AEW next? Yeah. we going to address some later. other things from that one? Yeah, uh, AEW. Uh, was next. It was it, it was an all right show. It was it was better than it had been recently. So I'll, I'll take that. Um, but there's a few things on AEW to address. One of them, we saw the debut of a, a brand new character on there. Uh, Miro. Yeah. Which, uh, happy Miro Day. <laughs> uh, and Miro, for those of you who don't know, is Rusev. Uh, they, they call him the Bulgarian Beast instead of the Bulgarian Brute because they can't use that one. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, he debuted in another dumb wedding angle. So yeah. he left WWE after a stupid wedding angle. And then he debuted in AEW off a stupid wedding angle. Yeah, now, I, I, I want to think to myself, okay, well there's gotta be like, they, they have to know that they have to be like, Oh, he, he got stuck in that dumb wedding angle over there. So we're going to, you know, tongue in cheek. That's what we're going to do with him here. I still don't know that that's the best place to start him out. Even if it is tongue in cheek and it's meant to be kind of a wink, wink, you know what I mean? I don't know that that's the right place to start him, because really, he's the kind of guy that I feel like you could have moved in, and he could have immediately been in your upper echelon of people.
1: Yeah, why wasn't this guy, uh, the the uh, these TBD and the Battle Royal? Like, Yeah. That, that would have been great. You know, oh, his, the pop for him there would have been great. Yeah, we actually would have heard, heard the been, crowd.
0: You're right. There. Yeah, that maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Might have woken him up.
1: But you know but I felt like this maybe you know they knew you know I don't know towards the end that he was done but it just it hurt him and then him this WWE run with this stupid wrestling angle and now you know he's he's the best man or whatever this whole thing is I mean the setup was interesting and then he comes out and I'm like this is what they're going to do with him
0: and he literally just comes out like it's not like it was a you know yeah. like I'm thinking like typical wrestling stuff he's going to come up and interrupt a wedding he's going to attack somebody like that's how will we'll, that's how he'll be revealed no, nope, yeah. he just kind of walked out in his weird pants and his, you know, whatever. All right, cool.
1: Yeah, Hi. Uh, by, by the way, Lana uh, tweeted about that because uh, how awkward is that now? Because she's still in the. Uh,
0: yeah, I know. Yeah. She's and so WWE. She,
1: she said, and these, these were taken down, by the way, because uh, she shouldn't have tweeted it. She says, I've been telling to me, Merrill, uh, the bleach is here for years. I'm so glad he finally listened. Isn't he handsome? And she also uh, tweeted, I love seeing creative, innovative ideas come to life. Was this an idea they had in WWE? <laughs> Were these
0: just two different thoughts, like not connected, I hope? Because I hope you really didn't have this idea uh, or, or this really wasn't what you're referring to as a creative idea um, because, boy, uh, was it not. Um, I don't know. We'll, well, you know, Week one, Jerry's out. We'll see what happens with him. Not everybody can show up like a badass. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, you had Lance Archer come in as a badass. Brian Cage came in as a badass. Like, I mean... They do that with a lot of people. So I get it. You don't want to just, you don't want to overdo that. And Miro is yeah. capable of being a funny, entertaining, charismatic person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, this, I, was,
0: I, this was not that,
1: but. You, you know, I, and I, you and I felt differently when the whole Rusev thing was big. Cause you just kind of felt like the chant was getting over and not him. Mm. And, and I kind of felt like he was getting over. And, and to me, I, I feel that in two different ways, we completely dropped the ball with this is one at the beginning when he came in as a monster, he yeah. was great oh he was, um, yeah he's fantastic yeah, and, and then they tried to break up lana and rusev and you know the engagement when you know went online and you know they they, they put that back together mm-hmm. you know but the breakup never should have happened i i thought because it's like it's I, agree. I agree you know because i lana agree is, I know, lana, not a great wrestler great mouthpiece in, the, in this situation it worked and then and then that you know he's doing his thing he's meandering or whatever else but lana is great lana's number one happy rusev day chance getting over and I, th- I thought people were getting emotionally invested and, and to me it's like they, they cut the legs off from underneath this you know you had the match at wrestlemania where you think oh he's gonna win it's gonna be this huge pop and, and jinder mahal you know wins in this four way or whatever which is you a know, surprise I everyone mean, which i'm fine with surprises or whatever but you know he never like had that big. i'm, moment.
0: I'm never fine with jinder mahal but, <laughs> but he never had fine.
1: that moment you know rusev you know the th- 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 cash in on this and i'm thinking like you know leaving money on the table you know how, how many shirts could they have sold with this, Uh, you know, I mean, you saw it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know they're not a t-shirt company or they are a t-shirt company, but you know, it's like, okay, change your, uh, whatever your plans are and make this work, get this guy over and Don't, you know, cut your nose in spite just because, um, cut off your your nose to
0: spite your face. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Thank you. They, uh, yeah,
0: I hope they do right by, by Miro here. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I don't know at this point. We'll, we'll find out. um, Again, week one, not impressed, uh, but, you know, it's week one. So we'll see what happens next week on AEW. Uh, there, just another minor like thing I wanted to bring up real quick, just because I'm a fan. Uh, Ty Conti, uh, she signed with AEW as well, the women's division. So I'm happy to see her there. Um, she's a very talented young lady who was in NXT for uh, several years. And she is now a part of the AEW Women's Locker Room. So uh, congratulations to her. I'm happy to see her land another job on a big promotion.
1: Yeah, uh, she wasn't really used much, I think, until her very potential. sparingly in NXT. You know, And maybe it's just like, can't figure it out or whatever else. So hopefully, you know, they can show us what what, uh, what she has. Because here's the thing go back and Rusev, you know, like they can't, they don't screw this up. And with her, it's like, you know, it's a little bit different because while we know the name, she's,
0: she's kind of a blank slate as far as all that. Because when we saw some stuff from her in NXT, but she was never involved in a big story. She never, yeah. there's never really a lot of character development for her or anything like that. So she's she's kind of, free to write her own book here
1: and good for them to kind of build up the uh, the woman's side a little bit because they i think they kind of need that right now
0: so. yeah i also liked uh, thunder rosa she defended the she's gonna she's like maybe it's more of a more than a one-time thing because she's apparently you know gonna defend the the nwa women's championship so that's that's cool yeah um i'm excited about that um
1: oh. i uh what and Jeffrey says that uh, Taikate has a real judo background as well.
0: Yeah, she does. They tried to work that into her character. It just it, they didn't. They just didn't seem to have much of an idea for it at the time. Yeah. But uh, I agree. I was. I'm excited to see her there. Um, AEW. One of the other things I want to bring up from Dynamite this week. Um, really, really, really disappointed in them because we heard from Matt Hardy who came out and spoke. And after AEW All-Out, Matt Hardy took a bad fall at All-Out. His head smacked off the concrete. It was bad. Very clearly something wrong with him. Uh, They should have called the match right there. He was allowed, you know, they, they ended it essentially. And then randomly, in an odd way, was allowed to go back out and finish the match, but go right to the finish where he climbs up scaffolding with another performer, which is dangerous to begin with. And if he's possibly injured or concussed, Incredibly more dangerous, um, and go to that finish right there. So I was angry at them that night. They said that their doctor checked him; he didn't have signs of concussion, and so they let him go back out there and finish. No, 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 no. Um, I I don't think that's a five minute test. I think you need to take a little time and look at that. Um, on top of which, then we find out after the fact that after the match was over, Matt was rushed to a local hospital.
1: Not a local to, medical facility.
0: I don't know. <laughs> to be safe. You know what I mean? To to, yeah. to you don't rush him there to be safe. You rush him there if you think he's hurt. And then he goes and he comes out on AEW Dynamite this week and he says, uh, you know, oh, thank you for the support. Thank you. You know, I, I appreciate he I kind of enjoyed what Matt said a little bit in the sense that he was like, You guys, like the reactions you guys had to what happened, um, prove to me that you guys care about me and my well-being and and this and the other thing and he goes and that's you know that means the world to me and i appreciated that from matt that he didn't lash out at people saying like he shouldn't have done that or blah 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 he genuinely seemed to appreciate that people were concerned for his well-being um he then goes on to say that he went to the hospital and he's expected to make a full recovery and when he is recovered he's going to go back to competing and he's going to try and get some gold in aew OK, wait a minute. You're going to make a full recovery from what? An injury that you sustained in that match, I'm guessing, which we haven't been told about. So what happened? And then on top of which, so that verifies that something went wrong and you should have stopped. I yes. just, I'm just, i disappointed with AEW as a whole right there. Um, I, I, if Matt was not stupid, it's hard to blame him. You know, uh yeah. because you guys, don't always make
1: the right choices. You know, they got adrenaline going, whatever else. Yeah, I want to fight. You know, I mean it's like any athlete before they had concussion protocol when you see some guy get creamed and then yeah. he gets up, he's like, I, I want to go back in, or it's the boxer. Yeah. It's it's that mentality of the testosterone the testosterone is going and well, the adrenaline just, you know,
0: is pumping and you're like, yeah. You want to get back in and you know, you're you're kind of on that one track mind. You know, you, you think you can shake the cobwebs out, but you can't because you've been concussed or whatever else has happened to you. Um in any event, it just, it left me with the, the second Matt, when Matt was making the whole statement, I was fine. But then the second that were those words left Matt's mouth, i like, I will make a full recovery. I immediately was like, and I'm angry again.
1: Well, because here's the thing is, you know, like, what's the timeline of him coming back? I mean, he's going to be out for a couple of months just to make sure everything's all right. Are they're going to try to rush him back. Say, so, no, there's no real problem. We are just not going to have muscle now because we don't have anything. I mean, they would never say that, but
0: no, but I mean, he could very easily say something else. Yeah, or or just not show up on TV.
1: Can do could that just, too.
0: He could just easily tweet out, "You're like, hey guys, I'm fine." Yeah. Or, you know or do I mean,
1: or do vignettes, and you know, I mean, Something. he could have show up. You know, not that he could do the broken character, but uh,
0: well, I mean, he was doing the broken character for a while.
1: Yeah, but but I mean, in, in and they well, what, what was it in AEW that he did when he came out with it with the the drone and all this other stuff? And, yeah, he was broken. Yeah, yeah. He was Brandy broken. Never trust someone with a potential head injury to make their own decisions. I mean,
0: duh. I mean that's not to you, Brandy. That's to AEW. Duh. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't care if he says he can do it. I, it doesn't matter. You you tell him no. You're supposed to be the one with the good judgment, because they might have a head injury. I, it, I don't. know. It, it it really upset me. Um Jeffrey as well, saying watching him collapse those two or three times after the fall was pretty scary to watch. It was absolutely scary to watch, especially what – that would have been scary before what we know about concussions and everything yeah. these days. But now knowing what we know about head trauma, horrifying to watch. I, I was – I I I know people like to go back and watch wrestling. Um, I've gone back and watched some of the Attitude Era stuff and whatnot from the day just, just because, you know. Yeah. And watching some of the chair shots that those people take and the 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 impacts of the head they take for different things. Uh, now watching them, I cringe and I, and I get so uncomfortable watching it because again at the time we all thought you were fine. It looked vicious, it sounded vicious, but we figured you were okay because that's all we knew. But now knowing what we know, I feel awful for for cheering for those things back then.
1: Yeah, and you think of uh, you know WWE's uploaded videos of these matches that feature uh, headshots and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but with uh, uh, Mankind beating The Rock for the title, they added that shot out now with uh, Steve Austin smacking the rock in the head with a chair. Um, you know, which is funny because
0: leading up to that, I think mankind eats like 19 of them to the head or something. But. Yeah.
1: Well, that was the Rumble match, too, which I doubt yeah. they would If they had posted that they'd probably taken it out going, you know, this, this is. I mean, I, I, I imagine it's still on the network. Oh, it's on the network, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think they've edited it. I mean, I have to go back and look and see. Oh, yeah, I
0: mean, we I, they, they've done that a lot with a lot of their videos. They go back and they like the, the picture just freezes right before the impact and then yeah. it catches up after they're already on the ground. Yeah. Um.
1: In some of the videos I know, like, if a chokehold was going on, like, like with, like, yeah. you know, they would just cut to, they'd have B-roll somewhere. <laughs> I,
0: my, I showed my girlfriend recently the chair shot from um, the one that Stevie Richards laid on JBL uh, when JBL was having that match with the Blue Meanie. Yeah, after a one night stand, and it's considered to be like the most vicious chair shot in wrestling history. Like I should say WWE history. But even then, I have some other ones I think you can contend with. But anyways, it's a very it's a really vicious chair shot. And I showed that to her and she, I mean, got squeamish and whatnot. Seeing it. And I don't blame her one bit. There's that one. I go back and look at the ones that the Hardy Boys laid into Brock Lesnar way back in the day. Yeah, uh, those were nasty as well. Um, and just nowadays, when I see people get hit in the head or hurt, they hit their head. I get concerned and I wish somebody around would know better.
1: All right, I'm going to watch this chair shot because I haven't seen this in a number of years. Which yet. one? Uh, the Stevie Richards. Uh, oh, blue, it is. Blue, blue Meanie one. It so i um, so watching this. So JBL just kicked Blue Meanie. So the chair is on the mat. Stevie uh, Richards uh, picks it up. He's mm-hmm. got it. Here it comes. Dang.
0: Bang. <laughs> the sound, too, is really like something uh, you're missing here because the audio is. The audio is vicious on that chair
1: shot. The sound of that chair hitting his head. Yeah, they weren't the only crazy ones. Uh, Scott's the thing you know, of the funks and uh, Cactus Jackie oh, the matches. Oh,
0: without a doubt, we knew even less then.
1: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, the one in ECW, like one night stand. You know.
0: And again, we used to think you were okay. We used yeah. to think that hey, you know that they used to tell you that myth that if you fall asleep with a concussion, you're going to die, but otherwise, you're fine. You know, if you don't, if you don't fall asleep, you're fine, right? And then nowadays we find out that's not really the issue. Like there's a lot of problems resulting in, in, in having a concussion. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's horrifying seeing what it does to these people's heads. And, you know, now I just feel like a terrible person for cheering when these guys would like when mankind would take six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 chair shots to the head. Yeah. Which you
1: is why people clamor for this stuff. Though. Oh, we need all this. You know, we go back to the attitude era. No, no.
0: I've said this before and I'll say it every chance I get, there is so much crap in the attitude era. People just look at it through these rose-tinted glasses and imagine that it was amazing. Man, you watched the whole Monday Night Raw back in the Attitude Era. You were watching it for five minutes of great. You know what I mean? You'd maybe get Stone Cold for five minutes, and that was amazing. And the rest of it was Midian streaking and, you know, like Mark Henry, you know, like being terrible in the ring because he couldn't wrestle back then. And they were trying to push him anyway. And, uh, just, ter- just really bad stuff. Um, that There's
1: people just, the Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like, everybody acts like it was so much better than it is today. And it's like, no, it was just different. You know, we've been we've become complacent as wrestling fans. So what I understand what we're waiting for is we're waiting for something to push that boundary again, to push the boundary into something new that grabs our attention because that's what the Attitude Era did. It pushed wrestling forward and it grabbed our attention and made it it grabbed you by the throat and didn't let you look away and we're waiting for something to do that again to
1: us. We're waiting for something to grab us and make us pay attention. But it won't change because oh, it needs to go back to PG thirteen. No, never, never going to do that because too much. That's of not this the issue.
0: That's not the issue. No. They can go no. back to PG thirteen tomorrow. They're still going to have terrible wrestling angles. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Angle i like oh,
1: I'm going to go watch. Oh, they're going to they're going to show more cleavage. They're going to have uh, you know, the, demon yeah, the They're going to uh, they're going to cuss more. Ooh. You, ooh,
0: you know, I mean, like oh, we can can we can we revisit the Katie Vick storyline, please? Could we get more of that because that made for great wrestling? Did they take that off the network? Is that <laughs> I do that should be erased from everybody's mind at this point. Um, in any event, so we got sidetracked from AEW, but it just it 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 is what it is with the Matt Hardy thing. I I I but we talked to AEW, so now let's talk about how AEW did. AEW had great ratings for Tuesday, up and over a million viewers, their highest-rated episode yet. So I think they had one point oh one six or something like that. Or well, 1. it was highest
1: like, like their debut, wasn't it? Because their debut was like pretty big. But yeah, it's been a while since they've been over a million again, right?
0: Yeah, you might be right actually. Um, now, now I'm not sure episode. I'm gonna look it up of because I'm I'm curious when the their highest rate episode was. But it was over a million viewers, which is big for them. Um, yeah. because they've been pretty consistently around like what eight hundred thousand or something like that,
1: yeah, yeah, with that and NXT not too far behind it, but NXT now on a different night, you know, which is gonna probably be that way. Mm-hmm. You know. but, but that was- I, I
0: hope so. i, I the, uh, bully Ray tweeted something out afterwards. he said he said, end the Wednesday night war he uh he was like, because the only person that's hurting is wrestling fans because they're having to yeah. choose what to watch. and he goes, and for what? He was like, it's not getting you anything out of it. He was like, everybody wins if you do your show on another night because NXT gets, you know, we'll have people watching it on, on whatever night it's on and AO- AEW will have people watching it on the night. They won't choose between the two. You'll both benefit from this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, per- to be perfectly honest. If they were on two different nights, I'd watch those two shows before I watch the other two shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. You know, and this was like, this takes me back to like, I'm showing my age here, um, but, like, you had, you know, uh, you had Saturday morning, you had WWE, WWF Superstars. And then yep. you had WCW Saturday Night. Yep. And then where, where I lived, I, I got USWA on on Saturday night. So I, yeah. after WCW WC, uh, Saturday Night, or NWA Saturday, depending on what it was back then, our Championship Wrestling, and then you had that. And then Sunday, you had Wrestling Challenge, which was the other syndicated show, at yeah. WWE. Then you had All-American Wrestling at noon. And then you had uh, sometimes it was like uh, WCW main event wrestling on Sunday. If you didn't get bumped for a you know, baseball game, you you know, so, I mean, never at the same time, if there's plenty of wrestling, it was great. I mean, because it wasn't a lot of you repeated stuff because you had so many guys, you know, I mean, they would take their shows months and weeks in advance. So you had these continuing storylines that they could advance, you know, with non-wrestling stuff. Which, by
0: the way, just as a
1: heads-up, next
0: week, if you if you do watch AEW, uh, because of the NBA, uh, AEW is going to do a one-hour episode on the 16th on Wednesday, and then they're going to do a two-hour episode on Thursday. So actually, two episodes of AEW next and week.
1: There's wrestling every day next week.
0: There is wrestling every single day next week. Every every weekday.
1: If if NXT moves to Tuesday,
0: right? I mean, that is Yeah, that effectively puts an end to the Wednesday Night War, right? If yes. you're if you're AEW, do you claim victory on that?
1: What's well, not you about kind the of reading? Because you kind
0: of so. you kind of pushed them off of their off that night. Yeah, you know? and to be perfectly honest, NXT was on that night before they were. But but just on um, but on the network, right? I get that, I network, understand yeah. it, but it didn't matter. They were still on Wednesday nights. Yeah, you know, I mean, so it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, they were on Wednesday nights already. And, and and you forced them off Wednesday nights. You, you pushed them off that Wednesday nights. I feel like at least a little bit. I wouldn't address it on TV, but I, a little bit backstage, I'd still be patting ourselves on the back.
1: Oh, they they probably got some bubbly going on there.
0: Oh, I'm sure they got some bubbly, and <laughs> we'll have a stupid match related to it later on. Oh, uh, in oh. any event, but congratulations on a to AEW on the big numbers. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. It shows what they can do when they don't have that head-to-head competition.
1: Yeah, so. absolutely. All right. All so. right. Um, yeah. So now, you want to do emails?
0: Yeah, you know, what? let's do emails because I know you told me there's one email that the, in there that kind of plays into the other two shows this week. So we'll uh, we'll do some emails now.
1: All right. Uh, so here we go. This this was one that's something we didn't bring up on the uh, the last one. Um, this comes uh, from Sam Norfolk. Was the elimination of Darby Allen and AEW's All Out over the top? Why would any wrestler agree to be thrown to a bag with thumbtacks and then tossed out of the ring?
0: Um, because he's Darby Allen, but because with, with, like I with Darby Allen, it just seems to be this continuous thing of how badly can I get my ass kicked? Like, it's like, that's what it seems like he's, he, I want to like Darby Allen. I really do. But he keeps doing the lovable loser thing he's a, he's a punching bag, but I, I say lovable loser. He's not even a lovable loser. I have no reason to love the guy. He's just a punching bag. We haven't gotten much character development from him since early on. Um, yeah. He hasn't really been on the winning side of just about anything, and he just keeps showing up. And I mean, in a weird way, that's like that mankind thing, or, or Cactus Jack—you know, take all this abuse and people will get behind you. But the difference there is, you got a lot of character out of Cactus Jack and Mankind yeah. and all those guys. I'm other than he skates and paints half his
1: face. I don't have much for
0: Darby Allen right now.
1: I mean, the kid has some talent, but there's there's oh, no. Oh yeah. Reason. But there's no reason to like like get emotionally involved with McFoley. you're like, you know, I mean the character was was just so great. I mean and, 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 and it grew because, you know, this guy was like he's just insane. He's pulling out his hair and he's doing all this stuff. And you know, you, you had this great feud with The Undertaker, you know, missing before he got thrown off the the, the, the uh, hell in the cell. But yeah. Uh but Darby, this is how you're gonna shorten your career by right? letting silliness like that happen. Cause I mean that spot could have gone completely wrong uh when you're throwing a guy in the body bag
0: out of her ring oh without a doubt I mean it, as far as spots go I mean yeah there's worse ones I mean hell I mean Matt Hardy went through a worse one but um it I don't know like they said it, it seemed over the top and unnecessary to me because I mean he's gonna put him in a body bag okay great oh the body bag's full of thumbtacks okay great and we're gonna throw him out of the ring in the body bag full of thumbtacks oh okay great why it was just unnecessary at that yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, it's, you could have you could have thrown him out anyway. Uh, you could have thrown him out and then put him in a body bag afterwards. You know, what yeah, I mean, you yeah, could have yeah. you could have slammed him on thumbtacks or something like that. Why all these steps? It just seemed unnecessary. Yeah. It's just
1: like outlaw wrestling, yeah, is my Jim Cornette.
0: Yeah. It just seemed unnecessary.
1: Right. Here's another one. Uh, this is from Brent in Pensacola, Florida. Why did Raw cram three weeks of material into three hours with Cedric Alexander's heel turn? And uh, it should be here with two E's, uh, Brent. Uh, (laughs) Joining the Hurt Business. Hey, it's a copy and paste. I'm sorry. That's what
0: happens. (laughs) The reason for that is because apparently, according to reports, that show was pretty much on the fly. Um, From what I understand, there was just about no planning that had gone into that show. Uh, Vince McMahon allegedly had not... um, even seen the show as of that morning or something like that. Uh, the, he hadn't seen the, the the what do you call it, the script yeah. or the, the layout for it. Um, and we all know that he makes a million changes. And so apparently up until about 90 minutes beforehand, I guess not much had changed. And then all of a sudden Vince does what Vince does and starts making changes. Um, the, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say this. Raw is a train wreck right now. Um, that show, every yeah. single week, we hear about last-minute rewrites, how the talent doesn't know what they're doing, or, you know, that what they're doing gets changed last minute because Vince decides he wants to do something else. And there seems to be no cohesiveness to the show. Um, that being said, one of my favorite things that's happened on Raw in recent weeks has been Cedric Alexander turning heel and joining the Hurt Business. Um, I, I, do, I do like that move, uh, but again, it could have been told... In a much more thought out and, and storyline driven way, where yeah. as opposed to putting the whole thing in one night.
1: Yeah, because you had. I mean, what you had happened was okay. He turns heel, and then you know it's like, well, next week you get the explanation because hey, next week C- Cedric Alexander is going to be in the MVP lounge. Okay, right. well, I'm curious. I, w- I want to find this out. You know, make me stick around for an hour. But if I didn't watch the show, you know, and then I find out he turned heel, oh, I want to know what happened. And it's like bro, right so, so then, then he had another
0: match so then next week he's on the 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 mVP lounge right and he's gonna be interviewed about why he did what he did and you know oh is he going to join the the hurt business we don't oh we don't know then uh then he gets a, the, the ricochet and all of them come out and attack them and that leads to a match the following week yeah mean all of them uh and uh, that's three weeks of television he just gave away in one night, which I don't understand because you have so much crap piled into this three. You have, you have like a million things piled. Like, what do they say? 10 pounds of S in a five pound bag. Yeah. Yes. Um, And especially with raw underground, because I'm, I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm pretty much done with that. Uh, I was kind (laughs) of, I was kind (laughs) of digging the Aleister Black, Kevin Owens thing um, until I realized they were just going to keep cutting away and going to normal matches on TV and then randomly coming back to the, to the uh, uh kevin owens alistair black thing still happening i was like oh no this doesn't work for me never mind i thought we were just going to stay with this until it was over and then yeah. i got some kind of non-finish anywhere with that uh, i can't remember his name ever davocato or something Dab-dab-a- yeah yeah we're trying to figure out his name We don't I, like, I can't remember the the big guy from from i never remember I <laughs> uh and uh, who is the big guy <laughs> that's what i type in who is the big guy from raw underground which I can't believe I have to type in. <laughs> uh I mean his bodyguard is Jordan Om- Omegbehin. Yeah. But that's but that's not, I don't think that's the guy we're thinking of. Baba no. Tunde. That's what the guy's name is. Yeah, Baba Tunde. Yeah,
1: former NFL player, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Baba Tunde. Um so he <laughs> he goes in there and lays out KO and Aleister Black. So we sat through all those segments for really nothing at that point. Um yay. I'm done with Raw Underground. I don't need it anymore. It, 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 you, you you, had a f- several weeks now to sell me on it, and you have done nothing to sell me on it at this point. It, it serves no purpose for me other than to waste my time. So I'm good with it going away and going back to normal wrestling please. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, conversely, SmackDown does not feel nearly as herky-jerky as Raw. The, the, because the
1: Last SmackDown was amazing.
0: Last SmackDown was great. And one of the reasons for that is
1: because Vince isn't rewriting it five minutes before the show. The, the the turn the Bailey on, on Sasha which like we knew it was going to happen at some point but the way it was finally done had thought because you you knew at some point something's going to happen but yes. it, it happened at the time where you didn't expect it you know you thought maybe like oh she's going to be upset Sasha's hurt uh but this is brilliant It keep Sasha off the television for a while so you're going to get the comeback at you know the rumble or whatever else you, you know that you know they're going to hold it off so they can have a match when they have a crowd because now there's a reason to have this match um so kudos to finally making this happen when we thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be terrible I think you did too and they did it right yeah and the stuff
0: with raw with uh raw with uh Roman and 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 uh Paul Heyman is enjoyable as hell to watch too meanwhile on raw i've got the women's tag team champions for some reason both losing both losing handicap matches to a tag team that just got back together and really struggles to win um yeah. and th- making them look like sh- like like fools in about <laughs> I don't know. Two minutes, three minutes. Yeah, it, it was done like that. For, for
1: oh. that and more stupid retribution stuff. Oh, oh, that's actually our next question. I uh, let me let me think that up. Ugh. uh let me see if we can find that one. There we go. Does uh, having retribution uh, promo complete with graphics make them stronger and weaker? Because now these they seem to be seen, Jesus, who wrote this? Official as opposed that's to awesome. outcast.
0: Yeah, no, um... Yeah, I, graphics come up. Yo, the retribution's gonna talk. I have mixed, I have mixed feelings on it. I mean, like, we've seen invading forces before that have, you know, videos and this stuff. will need NWO, for Pete's sake. I mean, they're supposedly this outside organization that's trying to destroy the company, and yada, yada, yada. Yet we give them a music and a TitanTron and Pyro and blah, blah, blah. I mean, right. I mean our, yeah, that is what it is. <laughs> so that doesn't really phase me too much. What I will say is that giving them a message and letting them actually say something for a change well, I still don't care about retribution. At least I went, okay, now at least they're, they're somewhat forming the goals surrounding their group because yeah. before they were just there to be there. Like they didn't, we didn't have a clue why they were doing what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: says, uh, <laughs> Retribution's promised, like a teenage Marilyn Manson fan would write.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's e- it either sounded like that or something a seventy-eight-year-old man would really think sounds cryptic and and and, and intense. Um, I just, again, I didn't love what they said necessarily. It was okay. It was none of it made me go ooh. But again, at least it was some kind of development in the group where we've just been waiting for something to happen with them forever. So at least you gave their goal some kind of mission statement. Uh, you need to clarify it some. And you need to narrow it down a little bit. I feel, but giving them a goal to actually work towards is meaningful. That will that will create people giving an S about the storyline.
1: By the way, it was weird. And here's the thing: well, okay, if the graphics. Okay, I can get it. Maybe at some point they're going to get it. But like, if they're going to cut a promo, and I know it, this was produced obviously because they got to change the voice, even though yeah. I mean, they figured out it was like Mercedes and um, it, uh, Dominic Djokovic. Um, but like, that's a promo that needs to be cut in the ring.
0: Uh, Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying is you can clarify that more later on with an actual promo. Because I mean, with that, it's fine because that's the sort of thing the Shield did. The Shield did that where they cut those promos from backstage where they would just do the quick videos. And, you know, it was just it was just kind of hits, you know, hitting the point, the high points and then moving, you know, they'd move on. Um, Again, I don't want them to do until you reveal who they are. They can't be cutting promos in the ring.
1: Yeah. So. I, I don't I don't know but at some point you know like I, I know I just felt this was weird it was in the back. I like, haven't come out beat up somebody's like this is why we're here we're doing this. And then somebody you
0: know, had somebody had a good idea I saw online where they said that WWE can do can two birds one stone here, okay? And actually it would it would help uh this person's question too. Um because they said they can wrap the hacker storyline into this because the hacker appeared to be wearing something very much like what retribution wears. Yeah. And the hacker could explain why they have graphics and music showing up on their, on the program. So, I mean, you could really rat, you could two birds, one stone in this storyline here. It would it wouldn't be that hard to do. The mem. the hacker was just the, the first phase of retribution and he wasn't his whole thing about like justice or something like that, or like yes, he was bringing yes. the truth or whatever, like that would fit in with this whole thing. I, you can make it work. I'm, I'm helping you take the help. That's
1: continuity though. <laughs> I know. And we can't have that. Can't have continuity. Uh, we do have another question though. All right. All right. Yeah. We got to uh, hurry.
0: That's smackdown's starting. We got to,
1: yeah. Well, well, Keith Lee fight anyone else than Randy Orton. Never. They're going to fight forever because good
0: Lord, why not have them fight each other all the time, man. So the way to ruin something fast is to make it happen over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And by the way, he's had what? Three singles matches with him now.
1: Three singles matches, and then he had the uh, the four um mm-hmm. card as well, which Orton won. Um, you know the setup, the uh, who's going to face Drew, right. classic champion.
0: So he's had two singles matches with him now. Three singles, I'm sorry, three singles right. matches with him now. Two of them have been interfered upon by Drew McIntyre.
1: Uh, unless this is a setup that uh, you know, Keith is going to be like, hey, Drew, you know, maybe he's going to interfere in that match against classic champion. Right. Champions. right. And, you know, I mean, don't turn him heel already, but maybe he's got to have a beef. But yeah, and five don't get matches, me wrong. Don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying Randy and Keith's work, but you need
0: to keep it fresh. Stop putting them against each other all the time. Yeah. Space this out. Because I'm enjoying the matches they're having, but you're gonna wear it out fast.
1: Yeah, especially if, if Randy wins a clash of champions, which could happen. Is he gonna fight Keith Lee? Oh, hey, it's another match we're gonna have. We never I'd seen l- this before. I'd,
0: I'd, I honestly I know people will argue with me, but I hope Keith goes nowhere near the world title for the first year he's there. I'd like I'd like to see him move on to some other feuds and and maybe I don't know. May nah I'd have a good showing at the Rumble, and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, but I, I'd like him to not not even this Mania, but the following Mania, be be main eventing for the title. Yeah, give it some time. Slow burn it. Don't don't put the rocket to his back. Doesn't necessarily mean he has to be in the main event uh, immediately at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? He can yeah, he, yeah. the rocket to your back can just mean that you've got good storylines, you're getting high profile matches, and you're moving up the card.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, and Scott says Orton uh, makes it uh, comical with the overselling the moves. Hey, at least he's doing some here. I don't, don't think, know I don't think he oversells too much. Uh, it's We're not
0: talking like HBK Hogan overselling, um, <laughs> which was amazing, by the way. If you haven't yeah. seen that, ladies and gentlemen, you need to go watch that SummerSlam match between Hogan and HBK. Uh, it, it's, it's one of my favorite SummerSlam matches of all time for the sheer fact that Shawn Michaels is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it's still entertaining. <laughs> they 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 still it, 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 is, it is entertaining, but you just gotta be like, come they on. They still lay out a successful match, but the, the overselling
1: yeah. is fantastic in that match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, all I right, one, one more one more email here. This is a good one. Uh, some Carl in Dallas. Uh, dinner at the Garganos. Uh, stupid or funny? They've done it a few times. I'm fine with it. As long as long as you use
0: it sparingly, it doesn't become every week. I'm fine with it.
1: I, I, I just felt it was weird to continue an angle when you when you bring somebody over that, uh, you know, you bring uh, uh, Tegan Nox over and, you yeah. know, it, it just felt, I don't know, too. I, I know this is what they've been doing with NXT is making more of these um, segments, non-wrestling segments, you know, yeah. with, what's like uh, with the therapist or whatever yeah. going on and some of these other things that's not what nxt has been i don't know that we need this in nxt i mean look they've done
0: things they've done done things like this before i mean the the the, while he's on our s list at the moment velveteen dreams done some stuff like this um this isn't completely new to nxt uh and i I think it's good because it does break up what they do every week so i think it's it's good to have that sort of thing there because a it doesn't overstay its welcome they don't do it every week uh, and b it's never incredibly long it's not like it takes up a ton of the show so we're not we're we're not drowning in these in these things
1: uh, it, it just seems bits i mean like maybe more it's a better to backstage vignette to uh to have this i mean have dinner at my house and then you know i don't know just seems you know, completely awkward and it's over edited because everything's got to be you know the shot a certain way i mean Johnny's reaction when the tv got busted it's like yeah you know he's a little bummed yeah. there but he kind of felt from there but like I don't know. I mean, look, 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 the feud's been, I mean, the matches should be good. I, I just, I don't know if this yeah. is the best way to go about it with if they're, you know, sitting at the dinner table and, and talking.
0: No, I think it's fine. Time. Well, see, but my thing is that that makes sense. It, it, that makes more sense than them randomly cutting promos on each other in a wrestling ring because supposedly they're in real life, and this is true, great friends. They've been there for, with, for each other through surgeries and through ups and downs and this, that, and the other thing. So her being invited over to the house would be something that happens. It makes sense in that in that
1: vein. Well, I, like Mandy uh, Rose and uh, Sonny Deville hanging out, even though they're defuting. Uh, mm.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's we're not talking about that. We're talking about NXT, where again they were friends before all of this, so it made sense. Yeah. So uh, I okay,
1: one, yeah, one more question. This was in the comments. You keep um, saying one more. <laughs> well, this Scott Scotts. Why break up the iconic? and thought they were good. Um, they they I like see the iconic.
0: Well, I, I like the iconics, but here's the thing: what were they doing with them? Yeah why like i'm not trying to be a jerk but i don't think they were i don't think merch was flying off the shelves for the iconics they didn't really have any amazing storylines going on they hadn't for quite some time
1: no, um, no they were gone for like a year like after they lost yeah. the, the tag team titles and like i don't think anybody was hurt they just had nothing for them and then they come back and said, we'll bring them back and then we'll we'll break them yeah. up and, you know i i, I mean they're going to see what Peyton could do i guess you know i i think you, you got to put uh you got to put billy k on, on smackdown maybe maybe have her work with uh be a mouthpiece for bailey not that bailey needs it or something but just give her you know it would give her some time and whatever else and then you know she could be the person that gets beat up to protect bailey you know as bailey goes more heelish or whatever because with sasha well, Bailey can't really be
0: more heelish. She's she's a full fledged heel.
1: Yeah, right. but, I mean,
0: I don't think Bailey needs anybody in that spot anymore. I think she can just go over there and kind of reestablish herself as Billy Kay and be a performer because she knows how to wrestle. So I think she can go over there and just become a new performer on the brand. Yeah, you know, I think she, I think she'd be a welcome addition. All right, we gotta get, we gotta get off of here before yeah, we yeah. run out of time. got yeah, two minutes. Yeah, we're gonna get kicked out uh so that is this week's episode of eat sleep podcast we thank you so much for everybody who joined in with us and uh hung out with us and talked and sent us your questions and your comments and your concerns patrine i'm sorry for ruining your childhood yeah about, um,
1: by the way I, uh, it just got yes lol me because um uh, because <laughs> billy k <can't> comment. so <laughs>
0: oh. in any event uh so uh, we uh remember uh, i guess next week is there anything going on next week or is it just another normal show
1: uh do we have clash of champions coming
0: up when is Clash of Champions? Oh, Lord, look it up quick. we got to find out, so that way we can know if we got
1: right, right, to do a tell preview. My, tell them how they can find us. Look that
0: well, you can find us lots of different ways. I mean, first and foremost, on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Right under the media tab, it's uh, easy to link to, to all of our most recent episodes. And then uh, <laughs> and then after uh, after you do that... Uh, You can find us on all your podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And remember to follow us on all your social media, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99. Make sure after you like us, you go ahead and give us – or turn on those notifications so you know when we go live and stuff or when we post and stuff uh, because we want you guys to be involved. And, of course, email us, ESPR at FM99.com. We love getting your emails. So please, please, please. Keep them coming. We love hearing and, from you guys.
1: And I copy and paste, so sorry for the. Uh, I don't. Yeah, if you misspell time.
0: something, that's on you. Dave's not fixing it. <laughs> uh, in any event, uh, so next week will be the preview, preview episode for Clash of Champions, and those are always our best episodes. So make sure you yeah. tune in next week for the preview, preview of Clash of Champions, and uh, you'll find out what else somebody's done to make me angry because apparently that happens a lot. Uh, but until that time, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody.